Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Inquiries, removing inquiries from your credit report and getting approved for any loan. Okay, yes, there we go. Always, yes, always a blessing getting inquiries removed from the credit report. Please teach me. What you say, I love it, Grace. Yes, I love that. Hello, hello. All right, we we must be getting started early because he hit the record button early. Listen, good morning, (laughs) y'all. Welcome to today's Daily Meeting. Glad to have you all on. Good morning, Mr. Derek, Tanisha. Good morning, I believe that's Tyrell. There he is. Good morning. Good morning. The man, the myth, the legend. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Founding CEO of the ATSJR Companies, Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr. Yes. Thank you all for being such good earthlings. We do appreciate you. I'm sure you have paid your maximum amount of taxes. And hopefully we can stop you from doing that. You just pay your fair share instead of the maximum amount. Fair share is good enough. Fair share is good enough. All right. This is Personal Finance Class 81. If you are new here years ago, sometime beginning of COVID, which seems like 10 years, I think it was sometime in March 2020, 
I opened this up to the public. It was morning meeting and I opened it up so everybody can steal. Uh, today, instead of just stealing, now I'm kind of morphed into teaching people uh, personal finances. And this is class 81 and everything is advanced because I can't go backwards to class one because that'll be boring. We're talking about removing inquiries from your credit report today and how to get approved for any loan. Now, let me back up a little bit and attempt to explain a few things before we uh, launch off into greatness as I'm sure some late stragglers will come in. I'm sorry, Antonio, before you even get started, I have to go to a funeral, but I wanted to make sure that I came on and said happy birthday to Grace. Yeah, there you say, go. Thank you for saying Grace, that. Grace, love yeah. you. Leo's in the house. And, uh, you know, do, you, do your thing today and uh, yeah. yeah, talk about the inquiries for me. Yes, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Happy birthday, baby. Gotcha. Thank you. Happy birthday. We definitely gonna do that i'm gonna wait for a few more people to to, to 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 file on in here but thank you adrian happy birthday grace yes grace you, is 55 it is yes 55 years old ain't that right grace <laughs> it's a track about 13 years we all right <laughs> oh, okay so she's 42 all right then she's 42 how long have you been back this yes happy thank birthday you, uh, all, all 42 of these years. All 42 of those years. <laughs> Baptist. Now, what kind of Baptist you been? You been like the man, a liberal Baptist or can you wear pants to church Baptist? <laughs> okay, you know what? If I was new now, now I could. But no, no, no. Okay, not at so all. You, because I've been a member since forever. No, don't you come up in there with no pants. Yeah. So yeah she, no. She the Baptist that came. The women can't wear pants to church. Baptist, he didn't, he, he didn't calm down now. You know, calm down now. <laughs> yes. Right. There you go. There you go. That's that's real Baptist there, y'all. You don't know about that Baptist. You don't know about that Baptist. You, you, wear, you wear them church hats? No, I don't. Mm -hmm. Now, I could. Okay. But, but, but my mama does. Yes. She works some. <laughs> she works some. She works some. You need to go ahead and put them stockings back on now. Oh my God, no. Young no. folk are always taking off your stockings. You put them stockings back on. Nah. Yeah. Put them damn stockings back on. That's what you do, young folk. And when you get a little run in them, put the little clear polish on them. That's, that's it. My, that's, that's what my it. grandmother used to do. I'm mad that you know about all this. My <laughs> <laughs> grandmother used to put the little clear polish that's right there, little dab. Right Stop there. Stop that run. Stop that run. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You bring back memories. <laughs> <laughs> And I hate him. I ain't worn stockings in so many years. I can't stand it. I know that's right. Lord have mercy. But you right. Putting too funny. Well, Grace, there's enough folk here. Happy birthday, Grace. Come on, y'all, let me your mics and clap for Grace. She is essential. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Grace. Thank you. Love you. She is essential personnel. There would be no ATS without Grace. And that's the truth. That is the truth. That is the truth. There would be no ATS. Our grace, so we are so grateful for her. I have no idea what 
her cash app is. So I will look it up real quick as I send her cat. Oh man, how you do that? How do I go to the oh there we go? Her cash, there we go. I'm gonna put her cash app out there for any of you who has been touched by her. There we go. That's her cash app. Make sure that's right, Grace. Make sure that's right. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. Good. Good. There you go. I know you can put it out there yourself. You can, you can't put your own cash app out there. Like y'all cash, somebody else got to do it for you. You know, somebody else got. Imagine your pastor saying, "Y'all come to me. I'll save you." You know, that's that's not the way it works. You know, you got to edify. You know, <laughs> you got to edify. You can't can't just be out here doing that. That's her cash app. Grace has been. She's actually employee number one of ATS and. All of you, when you come, you you meet her first, and she is your primary point of contact. Uh, one more time, well, which one of you singers is here? Ah, Arshia, go ahead and give it to her. Go ahead and give it to her, Arshia. All righty. Let me look at it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. To you, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Yes. Thank you, Arshia. There it is. There it is. We're so excited. Thank you so much, Arshia. I used to be able to sing like that. And then I started puberty and I got the DMX thing going on. So that's that's, that's all I can do now. I, I wish I could have heard I wish I could have heard you sing soprano, man. For it real. Was live. I, I was, I was, <laughs> I was shoot, do, 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 I was doing all that stuff, you know, all that stuff. Anyway. anyway. Your classmate said, settle down, sir. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to sing the hell. Uh, trying to sing her sing her letterman jacket off. You know, and all that stuff. No, by the time I was in high school, it was over. We're going to remove inquiries. We're going to Monday, we'll start four plexus. We're going to remove your inquiries today. And then what's the other thing I said, Grace? I don't remember. How to get approved for any loan. Right. This is important. So let me, let's, I got to back up a lot and I have to build a, a little foundation for all of you. Let me start off this way. Everybody has financial talks and everybody has financial goals. And your financial goals are right. And everything you have learned up to this point has been correct. In addition to that, all the gurus you listen to are correct. My only question to you would be, how's that working out for you? That's my question. Because that's that's like this is about harvest. It's not about intentions. It is about harvest. Do you understand what I'm saying? People are going to teach you how to be debt free. That is not smart. It is actually the worst possible thing you could possibly do. Because the Federal Reserve doesn't even give money to the United States government debt free. Well, the moment there's a dollar in circulation. There's also a debt dollar in circulation. But we like to scare you, Antoine, by saying oh, America is $27 trillion in deficit. 
it also means America has $27 trillion in circulation. The only time money has actually disappeared, which money is not a real thing, but the only time any argument can be posed that money disappeared was Black Tuesday, that it didn't cause the Great Recession, but it sure enough said we're in a Great Recession. There's other factors that caused the Great Recession. You had dust bowls going on, banks foreclosed on way too many properties and held them for way too long. And then they were they were giving out those terrible loans that we just repeated in 2008. And then you had a full decade of roaring 20s of plenty. So it was bound to happen. It just didn't have to happen that bad. In addition to that, you had the institution of the Federal Reserve in 1913 that led to the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. And at the height of the Industrial Revolution in America became the greatest importer and exporter of all time, of all the countries, of all the continents, still mostly, that kind of connected the world in a way it hadn't connected before. So all those are factors that happened before. But Black Tuesday, money literally disappeared out of thin air. They went to go get their stuff out of stocks and it wasn't there. Everybody pulled out at the same time and everything crashed. There is your six-week lesson of Western Civ Two. You're welcome. I just went ahead and gave you some of them college degrees. It takes about six weeks to cover all that. Today, money doesn't exist even more. We're under a fiat system. So in order for you to understand everything that I'm going to tell you, I have to give you about 12 things that you need to write down. Some of them you heard me say before, some of them you have not. The reason why you need these things is because once I start talking about removing your inquiries and getting approved for any loan that you want to get approved for, I don't want you spending money. If you have a credit card and you use your credit card to pay your bills, slap your hands. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> They're all slapping his hands. There are only two reasons that you should ever use your credit card to pay bills. Reason number one is because you're going to pay that balance off before it ever reports. That means you spend, you get, you would not roll over any balance. The reason some people do that, wealthy people do that, it's because of two reasons. This is, I, I do apologize, this is class 81. We, 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 on, we on doctorate level stuff, so I'm about to give you straight doctorate level stuff, you just gotta catch up. Reason number one is bifurcated. Why would a wealthy person use a credit card for all their purchases? For one, there's your ledger. There's your ele electronic ledger documenting all your purchases. So now when it's time for you to go and do your taxes or all the stuff you do or balance your book, the credit card company is doing that for you. What's the second reason? Because debit cards are not only useless, but they are traps. And some of the worst things that ever happened to, the, to any economy, debit cards. And I know that goes against what you are taught, which is why I'm giving you all these preliminary things, because if you have goals 
of being rich, my financial advice is too high for you. If you have goals of signing people, rich people's checks, then I'm your man. There's a big difference here. I did not know debit cards were a trap. Trash, trap, dumpster juice, um, hot dog water is what Renee would say. Why? (laughs) Because they offer no real protections, one. And then plus, I mean, they just make you spend money too fast, but that's not why. When you use a credit card for all your purchases, that ain't your money, Antoine. That's the bank money. And the bank protects their money. So if anything happens, you report it to the bank. You ain't got to worry about no fraud alert. They get their money back immediately because you spent their money. And how much do you think the bank protects their money more than your cash? Ooh, 100% protects their money. I never even thought about it like that. Oh, my God. You, you, you kind of got to get way up there, buddy, to even think like that. But you understand what I'm saying? And she ain't the only one. She's just the only one within a minute. When you use a credit card, for that's the only two reasons to use a credit card for all your purchases. I'm going to pay it off immediately, so I'm not carrying over a balance. I'm just using it for electronic ledger, and I'm using it for the bank's protection. So when they get an identity theft or the gas station, you know, somebody has those skimmers in the gas station and you all that stuff, the bank is immediately protecting you because that's their money. Everybody got me? Outstanding. Other than that, your credit cards should not be used. They are not for use. They are for you having a 10% balance minimum and they are business cards now. Now I kind of broke some of this down yesterday about how to have a great mix of credit, blah, blah, blah. Does Antonio care about credit? We all know I don't. Does Antonio use credit to control the perception of anybody that I have to? Of course I do. Is Antonio spending a lot of cash? Absolutely. Why am I spending cash? Because cash is trash. Cash flow is king. I am in the process of returning a lot of cash and other people's cash and banks cash into cash flow. Why? Write this down because I will have no debt that other people do not pay. I will have no debt that other people do not pay. Debt is good. You say, well, Antonio, well, that's me. You mean good debt is good. Yes, good debt is good. But even if you buy something stupid and somebody else pay for it, that's still good. It's still good. If your daughter has a thousand dollars of chili uniforms that she has to get because school just started last yesterday it's probably better for your customers to pay for your daughter's chili uniforms not you you see how we're already in the dipmits stratosphere right now we're not talking the same language remember everyone talks about income everybody talks about money everybody sits at every table that's a shift in the mindset no doubt thank you everybody talks about money everybody sits at the table everybody sits and say money 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 is useless money has no value money is absolutely intrinsic It, it is it doesn't even exist when you move this money the goal is to make money as you spend and when you get your purchases. Remember, I told you this not too long ago. If you want 
to be LeBron James, then you go to the gym. If you want to be Jenny Bass, Jenny Voss, whatever her name is, then you go to the library, right? LeBron James is smart enough to go to both the gym and the library. That's why he's the first active billionaire player ever. And there's only been three players that hit billionaire status, and that's Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. I want you to process that I've got, I don't know, 90 minutes or something to attempt to wash your brain out with middle-class credit usage, middle-class spending. I'm getting ready to give you the golden key to how to get approved for every loan. I promise you, when you hear what I'm about to say, three things are gonna happen for sure. All three things are gonna happen to every person on this call. For one, you're gonna say that is a handsome brother talking. I mean, like everybody is gonna say that's a handsome brother talking. I do appreciate you. Congratulations for witnessing me upon this day. You are welcome. <laughs> Something wrong with me this morning. Two, cognitive dissonance is going to set in. That's when one neuron hosts two competing ideas. It means that your paradigm is, which is a perfect word for this moment, is going to shift. And whenever a paradigm shifts, death happens. The death of you, the death of your identity, the death of your peace. Chemically, uh, neurologically, it's called frustration. The side effect of cognitive dissonance is frustration. So you're going to get upset at some point of this call. It won't be my tone. It won't be my information. It's going to be your paradigm because it's alive. The third thing you're going to say, man, he ought to hang with a whole lot of rich white people. Or he done stole this for some rich white people. Either way, all these things are excellent to assume. All these things are excellent to assume. When I give you this game, I did not tell you to have this game and use it as a middle-class person. If you get money and you use it to write all this down, Grace, one, spend it. Two, buy depreciate. Let me slow down. One, spend it. Two, buy anything that depreciates. Three, pay a bill. Oh my God, y'all kill me with that. I'm sorry, my heart, my heart level increased a little bit. Three, no, four, go celebrate. Five, go in someone else's economy and spend money. Six, pay off your debt. Not only do you owe me a thousand push-ups, but you shouldn't have learned these lessons. Here is what money is for. Oh, sorry. Here is what, let's define. So for the rest of this class, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna split money in, I'm gonna bifurcate money, I'm gonna split money into two things. Money as you know it, and money as the wealthy knows it. That's what I'm gonna do. So here is what money as the wealthy is for. 
creating cash flow through hard income producing assets to live a life filled with unearned income. To create cash flow through hard income producing assets to live a life filled and powered by unearned income. And to give you an idea of this, I'll give it to you in world and American history. Did you get all that, Grace? Grace is taking the official notes. Outstanding. Yes. To give you an eye, first off, there's nothing I've said so far you can read in a book. Don't even exist. To give you an idea of what I'm talking about, every world power on the planet became a world power through child labor and slave labor. Now, your revised history books in your school systems, your public school systems, are going to say the Industrial Revolution created superpowers. That is an incomplete truth. While the Industrial Revolution did create superpowers, who you think was in the factories? Uh-huh. Who do you think was mining the steel? Up until 1950, children worked in factories. And we don't even need to tell you about melanated folk and all the work they did. Doesn't even matter. So know that unearned income created every superpower in this world. Go ahead, Phil. Just being wordsmith, I think it's earned income. I think passive income might be a better way to say it. Because I believe you earn the income that you generate. You earn it by being creative and getting property and learning real estate and learn about lenders and learn about maintenance. You earn the income. I believe passive income is a better way to say it. Yeah, I've got no problem with that. That I got no problem with that at all. As long as you you all receive there are two versions of passive income. One form of passive income is your energy being used. What Phil was describing was your energy being used once. But everybody who acts about passive income, y'all believe having four coaching clients is passive income. That is not. So as long as you understand what Phil was saying was, I did it once, it's all good. Now, I earned that through risk aversion, risk education, hard energy, hard work, influence, you know, all these unlimited factors. So Phil is absolutely right. But just y'all don't have Phil's banking you know, and financial dollars. So please know that if you got to work for it every month, doesn't matter if it's a monthly subscription, that's not unearned income. 
some of y'all would think, yeah, Derek said automation. Automation is a good way to identify this. Does Netflix make unearned income? No. Nope. Netflix has a membership economy. Netflix also doesn't have an actual real profit, but Netflix, in order to continue that membership economy, and Phil will agree to this, they got to keep coming up with originals. They got to keep... If you buy a 300-unit apartment complex, do you have to keep doing that? All right, can you see the difference between what Phil was saying and what y'all been taught about passive income? There is a big difference, okay? So passive income is good. Do the work once, create a residual income, right? And you want to do this through hard income-producing assets. Even a software is a hard income-producing asset. Think about it. Uh, Amazon created AWS cloud service. Outside of having a bunch of air-conditioned room servers, everybody is paying them to make money. I like residual. That's a good word. You just use that term. Yep. Residual is a far better term. Pass, Thomas said passive income and stock dividends. That's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. This, that's one of the highest forms of passive income. Now let's process. Every bit, now this is, yeah, I'm probably not gonna like this. I do apologize. But I do want you to receive that there's a veil over your eyes, and you don't have to wonder if you're in the veil, how is your money working out for you? If the answer is, I got exactly everything I want, then you see through the veil. If the answer is, I got some of what I want, you don't see through the veil. It's, just, it's, it's that simple. Let's not make a egotistical deal of this. If you If you got everything you want, you live all your dreams. And at this point, all you do is give money away or whatever your thing is, you're doing, you see to the veil. If not, you're working on it, which means you don't see to the veil. Someone's going to say, but I see a little bit. That doesn't matter. You got to see through it or you don't. Like, that's how this works. And you don't have to believe this. Just know that that's how the world works. They teach us to come up with these little words that soften our poverty condition. But the bank on their ledger sheet and on yours don't have a break even column. I'm working on it column. It has assets and liabilities. Ain't nothing else. Ain't no excuses. Ain't no, I'm almost there. It's just assets and liabilities. The world is split like that. I'm not talking about universal laws. I'm talking about the laws that man have created. Now think about this. The world, during the rise of capitalism, capitalism's like 1863, something like that, when capitalism started, got a massive taste of unearned income. Now this, I want to say unearned on purpose this time because I'm talking about slavery and child labor. That means I put somebody over there and I say, hey, you, you go do this. And I drank lemonade and other people did the work. 
Somebody say liabilities can also be a good thing. All liabilities are a good thing if you apply what I said, somebody else is paying for them. If somebody else is not paying for them, it's not a good thing. If you, you say, well, I'm paying for this right now because it's going to pay off. It's not a good thing until it pays off and somebody else pays off that thing. You're on your way to a good thing, but it's not a good thing. If money is coming out your pocket, it's not a good thing. It's a middle-class thing. And God didn't send you here to be the middle of anything. Amen. All right, let's keep rolling. The idea of you, you, sir, you, ma'am, you go to work and you pay me. We, like vampires, we bit into that. Tasted blood and can't get that blood out of our, our mouths. So now today, instead of paying for slaves, Melissa, we say, we're not going to pay for you. You're still a slave. It's called debt slavery. Debt slavery is when you put people in debt for a time of in perpetuity, an unspecified ending time. Well, you know, my car loan is on a fixed note. No, it ain't. Yes, you're paying 60 months of fixed note, but they made sure your car had tools and parts in it that purposely break down within two years. It's part of the system. We can literally tell you what Saturn is doing right now, but we can't build a piston that won't break down. That makes no sense. Makes absolutely no sense. But of course, that's how we have attrition built into our system already. Once we figured out unearned income, they shifted from, well, let's just stop slaves or let's just stop slave labor, child labor, to everybody is slave labor, everybody is child labor. Grace, so they don't think I'm lying, would you pull up debt slavery, the definition, please? While Grace is pulling up debt slavery, please know black, white, Jew, or Gentile if you do not have massive income or if you don't have leprosy under a bridge somewhere, you are a slave. You either have to, in order to disconnect yourself from what's going on, debt slavery, debt bondage, also known as debt bondage, debt slavery is the most common form of modern slavery. Despite this, it's the least known. Debt bondage occurs when a person is forced to work to pay off a debt. Click on that, Grace. They are tricked into working for little or no pay. With no control over their debt. Most of most of all of their money goes, most of all the money they earn goes to pay off their debt, their loan. The value of their work invariably becomes greater than the original sum of the money borrowed. Skip that paragraph. Bonded labor has existed for hundreds of years. Debt bondage was used to trap indentured laborers, beginning of capitalism, like I said, into working for plantations in Africa, Caribbean, and Southeastern Asia following the abolition of the 
transatlantic slave trade. Bonded labor is most widespread in South Asian countries, such as India and Pakistan. That sentence is a lie. Stop right there, Grace. If you got yourself up this morning and you have to work to pay somebody else, congratulations. You are a debt slave. You're in debt bondage. Can we see? And I have not stepped outside the Bible, Jerome. You know, not really the Bible. You get the point, though. Okay, you get the point. I haven't said. I remember I told you cognitive discipline was going to sit in because first off, I don't look like your teacher. Then I look too young to even understand it, so that's going to mess up some of y'all. You understand? That's going to mess up some of y'all. I get it. It's not even personal. It's just programming. It's just your programming being alive. It's your paradigm. You're a great person. You're not even upset with me. I get it. I get it. In conclusion of this extended foundational introduction, I'm about to free you single-handedly in one class. Do not take your middle mindset to what I'm getting ready to teach you because you're going to make your bondage worse. When I get loans, credit, credit, credit lines, I don't need them. My community is large enough. If I need $100,000, all I have to do is put out a $200 product and five 500 people who were complaining about that product and sell it to them. And $100,000 comes back to me with no issue. So when I get loans or whatever that may, whatever it may have you, one, I don't need it. Please write this down, Chris. Two, I'm not repaying the debt. Three, it is creating, un, I don't want to say unlimited, but it is creating a high level of cash flow and it always goes into a hard income producing asset. Three is creating a high level of cash flow. Four is it always goes into a high income producing asset, hard income producing asset. Have one more thing to tell you about and it's vehicles. But first, let me gently attempt to bring us all back to one page. It's, it's, it's 34 people on this call. I have no idea how many people on YouTube. It's gonna be th hundreds of thousands listening later on podcast. So we all can't walk with the same steps. So in order to have us on the same platform, let me address the four major personality types. There's, I know there's 16, but there's four major ones, right? We can go back. Some of you have disagreed with everything I said the entire time. You are the easiest to address. Keep doing it. Just make sure you disagree with it. 
makes you prove me wrong and go research. And then in your research, admit that I'm wrong, just do what I said and you'll be fine. If you don't do what I said, then do better than what I said and you'll be fine. You're the easiest people to address because you came here to disagree. You disagree with your mama. You disagree with your pastor. You disagree with everything. Why? Because you're so freaking smart. And I don't mean that um, passive aggressively. I mean, you really are the smartest people in the room. You are the intellectuals. You know everything about everything. You know where Warren Buffett gets his electricity from. You know everything. That's when we do funnel pages, y'all, you know how the funnel page got to be so long? You're addressing those people. Features, benefits, when Apple says, here's our headphones, and they got that other section with all the tech specs. So all you tech spec people, you're supposed to disagree with me. You read 500 reviews before you buy something. That's your job. You're the easiest to address. All of you folk who are like Grace, don't get bored. I know you want fireworks and stuff. You want fireworks and, and, and cotton candy and stuff. You're getting ready to hear the rest of this of how you can ball out of control and travel the world at your own whim. Just to show y'all that I know what I'm talking about. If that second part, ball out of control, I'm trying not to get bored. But boy, if I can see some fireworks, I'm the life of the party. If that was you, would you please unmute your mic just so they can know I wasn't playing around here. That's me. That's me. (laughs) Let's address the four major personality types. Is this okay? All right, then. For those of you who have an issue with all the money things that I'm saying, you don't have an issue with money. You don't have an issue with me. You have an issue that what I am saying can be manipulated for the worse or the worsening of this society, congratulations. You are the nurturer of society. You are an empath. Every organization needs you. You walk into a room and people stop arguing because you walked into a room. You get along with people like me. You get along with people like Grace. You get along with the intellectuals who have been disagreeing with me the whole time. And you get along with the other group I haven't even brought up yet. Guess what? Use what I'm telling you to save the world. If you have felt bad at any point about, oh my God, this just seems so wrong. And now you feel much better that you can use this for good and for your family. And you're not trying to be rich. You're just trying to make sure your pastor pay off his or her mortgage. If you're one of those type of people, would you unmute your mic and let them know? Yes, thank you so much, Antonio. I'm so glad you said it. Let, 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 yep, Jerome, yep, for yeah, sure. I say, I say it. Except for that. All right. Well, I understand right. that part. There you go. But you get it, though, right? All my empaths, I understand. And my favorite folk, this is me and Phil now, my favorite folk. If you can, if you can jog in quicksand while juggling six balls and run your company, and if when somebody brings something to you, they got six seconds to catch your attention, or you will go back to making the money that you like to make. You, sir, you, ma'am, are the alpha, is what they call it. Okay. <laughs> you are the person who 
is assertive in all things and you get done what you need to get done and you do it well you probably drive a fancy car not because you have low self-esteem but why would you not drive a fancy car it's your damn job and responsibility to do so you run everything. You're the CEO of the company. You're psychologically unemployable. And the idea of you going to get a job is never going to happen again. These people, I don't even need to tell you to un unmute your mic because you already going to do it anyway. What if you were <laughs> crossed between two and four? You are That's absolutely. <laughs> That's hey, funny because I unmuted my mic before you said something. <laughs> 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 there you go so now that we got everybody walking on the table yes all of us are a mixture for sure know how i know about the people who disagree with me the whole time i am one of them i am that i am phil and susan combined i am the intellectual that nature no nature birthed me intellectual that's why i was just able to do that psychological stuff just now but nurture forced me into being a boss so I picked it up through nurture, but I was born, I was born one of the people who disagree with me. Vehicles is my last preliminary thing. When you get this money and you will, I am, I am teaching you 100% what's going to work. This is not up for discussion. It's not up for conjecture. Absolutely, this will work because it works and it's the only way the system works. This is what you call esoteric knowledge that only very few people know. This is the game. This is something you should be paying $1,000 for. This is the rules that the wealthy know that is not shared. That doesn't mean the wealthy not share it. It's just that you probably aren't rolling in these circles to know these things. What I'm getting ready to teach you is straight Wall Street banker knowledge. It is infallible. As infallible as Jerome's Bible is, infallible means without mistake or error. What I'm getting ready to tell you is without mistake or error. Okay, Katrina. This is as Holy Spirit breathed, Jerome, as your Bible, this financial stuff, it's Holy Spirit breathed. Do you understand? But if you don't have the right vehicle, two things are going to happen to you. One, you're going to do what Antonio used to do. You're going to get this money and then you're going to like, it's not going to work out for you because the vehicle you put it into can never handle your dreams. It's time to adjust your vehicle. Stop creating businesses that make sense to you and listen to the complaints or the passions of your audience and create businesses that make sense for them. And then build a vehicle that pushes zeros to the right. Make $10. What's next, Grace? 100. Now see, my vehicle didn't change much from $10 to 100. Now pay attention. Let's start, I'm going to say a day. Watch this here. Make $10 a day, $100 a day. My vehicle changed. $100 a day to $1,000 a day. My vehicle drastically changed. $1,000 a day to $10,000 a day, which only 5% of businesses do that. My vehicle has super changed. $10,000 a day to $100,000 a day. My vehicle has me on Wall Street somewhere, $100,000 a day to a million dollars a day. My vehicle has generational wealth. Y'all understand the process? 
when you understand vehicles, and I'm going to give you an example of vehicles. Some of you are teachers. I am a natural born teacher. Thank to Phil and Susan with their coaching. I understand. Yeah. It well, fair enough. Thank you so much. It's my gift. However, I'm not in school. I have a bachelor's and a master's. I did not go to school. For one, I'm psychologically unemployed, but this is not going to happen. I did do college professor for a little bit. Two, they can't pay me my worth. Because if I was in your class, first thing I'll be doing is recording all my lectures and putting it on podcast. You forget whatever policy that school got. I'm trying to figure out a way to get paid every day from dealing with you folks. I'll be having a whole my own camera set up in my class. Students had to sign it. Students had to sign an image press release. Your image may be used coming in my little psychology class or whatever it may be. Because I'm a teacher, don't mean I teach. I get paid for tech. I come back and teach y'all for free. Why? Because I'm nice? No, I wish. But if you think I'm nice, congratulations. Thank you so much. I would not correct your opinion of me. I appreciate you. Okay. I'm not nice. No, go ahead. Who, who that? I said amen. Thank oh, you. yes. Yeah, yeah. I understand how to get customers for free, give it away. One person to come back and say, thank you so much. If I get customers for free. My current customer acquisition cost is two cents. I'm smart. Two, I'm not going to stop teaching. It's my natural thing. So I might as well do it in a setting that makes me feel good. And since I have a very benevolent spirit, I give it away for free. What's my point there, Queen Chi? Some of y'all are coaches, naturally. How's that coaching paying you? See what I did? Some of you are good with your hands. How's that landscaping paying you? Pay attention to your vehicle. Because just because you're good at landscaping doesn't mean you should be a landscaper. Maybe you should be, uh, maybe you should have the CAD software and design landscaping. Maybe you should be a general contractor. I don't know. I can't tell you what to do with your, somebody just messaged me, hell, I'm quitting. <laughs> that was during the coaching part. I understand. I got, I started coaching, got out of coaching. It took me three months to get out of coaching. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like chasing people for money for one. And then I really don't like one-on-one -on -one sessions because my brain be trying to go make millions of dollars and you be in front of me holding me up. And I just, you know, this, that's just my brain. I, I wasn't. I wasn't good at evangel. I mean, I wasn't good at discipleship either, Antoine. I, I had to hire people for that. I was trying to get every lost soul I could see. I, I, I'm gone. I'm in prison ministry. I'm doing all this stuff because sitting down talking to y'all about the Bible is getting on my nerves. We got some folk out there dying. Let's go. You know, that's me. I'm not telling you I'm right. I'm just telling you when you know that you're a leader that's always out front knocking down walls you don't typically do well with discipleship 
I had to sit down for four years under someone smarter than me just to learn how to disciple and care for people and make them the most important thing, thing of the day. I had to learn how to do that. That's not natural for my personalities. I'm a lion and I'm an intellectual. There's nothing about a lion or an intellectual that gives us damn about your opinion. As an intellectual, I think you need to stop talking to me because I'm too smart. As a lion, I really feel like you shouldn't even be talking to me, I'm too busy. So there's nothing about my personalities that go together that make me as nice as I am today. I had to nurture that and bring that up. Somebody just messaged and said, I prefer one-on-one sessions. There are many of you that prefer one-on-one sessions. Some of you in churches, you've never invited anybody to church except for that one person. And that one person's whole life has changed. Why? Because you spent 26 years discipling to that one person just to bring them to this place. Everybody is different. How can you get a, no, I don't want to do that one first. How to get inquiries removed from your credit report. Grace, I got you. I'm a talk and I'm a paste at the same time. Okay, I wrote all this down. So I'm a talk and Thank I'm a paste. Thank you so much. Yes, I got you. I got you. If you have too many inquiries on your credit report, credit bureaus are going to think that, oh, hold on. Credit bureaus, hold on real quick, because Deanna just texted me off. Uh, Wrong phone. Yes, Deanna, are you safe? Okay. She has a family emergency, so I had to. Yes, on on the road to the location. You you got them? Yes. All right, tell them I say hi. Got them. Okay. All right, good, good. Yeah, she's got a family emergency, so I got to check my phone. Okay, now, making sure we ain't got to go who ride now. No, right. no, no, not, right. not that kind All of right. family All emergency. Right. No, 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 no. Excuse me, Antonio. Yes, sir. Was Melissa successful? I'm sorry I missed the first part of the meeting. I had to drop off the funeral. Yeah, yeah, sure, again. sure not. No, I forgot to bring it up. She was successful, but the yes. bank... Well, but, but the bank doesn't do that particular thing. But successful in the fact that she got a new relationship and we now know what to do we got far more information than we have we got real information not hypothetical information oh goody yes but we are one step closer to making sure that her 33 million dollars becomes in yes i'm keeping track of that because i'm 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 trying to get myself in position and i'm like that's why you and I missed the first part of me because you know some people gotta bury everybody in Philly you know well I understand I understand you know Anthony I promise as soon as we get this little hiccup taken care of you will have a phone call or text message that says you gotta be investing because you have 48 hours bless you bless you because I've already done the paperwork <laughs> and the cracking is already on the way. I understand. I understand for sure. I'm look with me, me, Melissa, and Deanna meeting up in Vegas on the 15th. And I, I plan on, besides doing a bunch of artificial intelligence stuff, I'm going to iron out most of those details in person. In fact, we, I might even record it all too because free content. Why not? Why not? Why not record it? Get paid for it. Put it on a podcast or something. Well, we're going to do that. The credit bureaus, now for those of you who don't know, we're 
one of the deals we got going on right now is a $33 million deal. And, and that's, that's what Melissa and blah, blah, blah. We got some other deals going on too. But anyway, if you got too many credit, excuse me, too many inquiries, there you go, on your credit report, the credit bureaus are going to think that you're hunting around too much. They're going to think that you are desperate for money. Rich people rule number one, always borrow money when you do not need it. Because when you do need it, your credit report will show it and they will not give it to you. I learned that from a Wall Street banker about 10 years ago, and I'm glad I did. Repeat that, rule, repeat that rule for me, please. Always borrow money when you do not need it. Because when you do need it, they will not give it to you because your credit report will scream you don't need it. And they will send it to you. They will say, uh, well, you know, Ms. Frieda, we can't give this loan to you. Or we can't approve your application because too many recent inquiries. They will tell you that. Too many high balances. They will absolutely tell you that. And they have no, and they would tell you that directly. And everything I just read is right here. If you, but right now we are in the how to get inquiries removed off your credit report thingy. Right there, that's the title. And I wrote all this down, Grace, because I knew I was going to have to go fast. Step number one, San Antonio, well, how do I do it? Well, this isn't something you can do over the phone. Not, not, not necessarily. 99% not necessarily. This is something that you have to be administrative with. You're going to file a complaint, complaint with the Federal Trade Commission. You're going to go on their website to file a complaint about whatever inquiries you must have. I mean, you may have credit bureaus want to see that the inquiries are fraudulent or some other stuff good, or un uh, unnecessary. There's some other stuff. Make sure you get your complaint. Make sure you get your complaint along with your dispute reason. A list of inquiries that you are going to dispute is necessary and two forms of identification. Bam, copy and paste, great you go, Grace, I got you. Restating that in simpler language, you have to tell the bureaus why you're disputing this and have a list of all the things you're gonna dispute. There's a reason why I'm teaching you this and I'll save it to the end of why you want to get your inquiries removed. Besides the fact that Adonia has an 840 credit score, she can't have that if she got 22 inquiries. Besides that obvious fact, you always, well, I'll give you a reason now, well, one of the reasons now, you always want your credit profile looking like you're bankable. Antonio, what's the goal? The goal is to get the $250,000 cash. Take that $250,000 cash, go into the bank and get a million dollar loan. That is a 25% down on a million dollar loan. And then the goal is to put that $1 million down, 25% on an apartment complex. And the goal is to then take that $1 million and you get you something like a $4 million apartment complex, which is about 57 units. And those 57 units are netting you after all expenses, $800 a door. 800 times 57 is something like $53,220 a year. Now, a month, excuse me. Now that you're doing that, you now have that 55,000 
turn around and pay off all your bills. And now you have a $4 million net worth, but you're only 250,000 invested. That's on purpose. I'm so old, I know when to shut up. Thank you, sir. Uh, I was sitting there yesterday playing with a piece of paper trying to figure out how many doors we needed to <laughs> get <laughs> that <you> money. <laughs> I, was back, I was backtracking the math. <laughs> there you go. There you go. For sure. I forgot real quick. Uh, Renee, do me a favor. I mean, let me pause with her. I forgot to give Renee and, an opportunity, Renee and Amanda an opportunity. I told you to remind me earlier. I knew I was gonna forget. Yeah, sorry. And I wasn't I wasn't on earlier because I had to drop off Jay at a meeting. Okay, go ahead. Tell us about your opportunity or, or what, what you and the manager started, something like that. Okay. Um, we are can everyone hear me? Because I know I'm driving, but yes, um, ma'am. Okay. Amanda and I are with um are with Legal Shield. And for anyone, let me pull over here. For anyone that is um with their with their business and they need legal help like if you need to get your your llc together if you need your um like any kind of help where you need someone to look over your agreements with a lawyer um then we want to get you in front of a representative that can help you um, so that you can get things ironed out. And also if you need a will, um, we can get that signed up. You can, we can get you signed up for that as well. What we, there's an opportunity really to make a lot of money because it's a really great stream. Um, Jay and I were able to get our will set up with, um, with Legal Shield, And we actually had a lawyer that hit us up, um, at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. A few days ago. <laughs> so it is a really great opportunity, and there's a you can really make some money, especially if you if everyone has their circle and they can be like, okay, well, if you're needing help with launching your business and you need a lawyer or you need someone to go over your agreements, anything like that, there really is a potential really to make a lot of money. I've only been with them a short time and it's really been great because it's helped me to get my LLC. It's helped me to be able to get um, everything's looked at that I need looked at for my business. It's, it's a great tool to have even if you don't want to work for legal shield you can still um you can still have some excellent perks it is a great company and um 
if you guys are interested, please feel free to put your phone numbers in the chat so we can um, we can let the young lady know because she does different Zoom calls daily and she can set one up with you so she can give you the information and you can kind of be like, okay, this is what I'm interested in doing. I know some of you guys are interested in starting nonprofits or just doing regular, you know what I'm saying, other, other forms of other businesses. It's a great tool to have. So if anyone is, if you guys are interested, please put your numbers in the chat. And so I can, we can both get you in touch with Miss Eileen. Miss um, Eileen Marcio. I'm probably messing up her last name because I think it's, yeah, Marcio or, Mar yeah, it's, it's Marcio. Marcio so, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're interested, please feel free because it's, it's really great. Um, yeah, legal, legal help, wills. Um, yeah. It also puts you where you have an on-demand contact with a lawyer. So right. if you're driving and you get pulled over and you're not comfortable, mm -hmm. you can immediately call in and say, hey, I've gotten pulled over. I'm not comfortable. I'm, you know, I'm not sure who's coming up to my car. And they will put that lawyer on the phone with you so that they can speak to the officers instead of you having to say anything. Okay, good. Well, around here, we do group economics, y'all. So if you all need these services, you go to these two ladies. The goal is to have our money bounce around this economy 17 times before it leaves. If any, uh, y'all do me a favor, clap for these ladies too, by the way, please. Woo! Woo! Yes. Congratulations, lady. Get Montel's number. He just put it in the chat. Yeah, well, you you get it for him, Grace, so they don't die. Or Amanda, you oh, get it. Yes, yes, okay, yes, yes. Yes, Amanda, if you're not driving, they 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 put numbers in the chat. And I thank you. Write down. Thank you. Okay. Excuse you me, go. Antonio. What are their fees a month now? Uh, I have no idea. The well, um, wait, 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 Renee. What you're supposed to say is, you know what? I'm not sure. I've got some specifics. Let's let's jump offline and talk about that. It's what you're supposed to say. Anthony, I have your number. I'll be in touch yeah, with you. Sure, and then because I, I, I got dealt with them before, so I was just wondering what the yeah. fee was now. And then I can yes. I can funnel you also to Miss to Miss Eileen too, so she can set you up with the with the Zoom. She'll go. She goes through extremely everything so you can add so you can know everything that you need before you're like okay i'm interested because there is a monthly a monthly <laughs> plan but you know right. exactly what what you need and um but yeah i'll give her i'll give you um i'll give her your information so you can iron everything out yeah feel free to give her my information okay plus i'm looking at, i'm looking online right now i see 29.95 a month i see that right now so there you go always let me let me let me this is me. Now, Anthony wasn't asking a bad question or or anything. In fact, he's, he's one of our residential millionaires and always asking good questions. But I do want to teach out something because that was perfect. Never, ever, ever talk numbers. That's not how business works. I didn't say hide numbers. What I'm saying is until you have presented your information, no numbers. All right. Do you Thanks. understand? Now, if someone like me is just very persistent, I'm not here's the I'm not talking about a sales process. 
I'll leave that to y'all. That's a different class. I'm not talking about any sales techniques, mirror this or that. I'm not even talking about overcoming objections. I leave all that to y'all in a different class. What I'm telling you is, if you, if I ask you a question about fees, that's not specific enough. Now, if I say, how much it costs? What's the fixed agreement? And you can tell I'm the personality that wants this information up front, give me that. And then be blessed by that because now that I gave you the price up front, I get to now build how much value it is and lower that price. But if I ask a question that forces you to only give me a lens view, an angle view of what you're talking about, do not fall into that trap. Do not. Just don't ever do it. There you go. Feel the grease. Don't, don't ever do it. Won't ever do it. Give me up front. Be all, always be honest. If I, if you hear me say, what's the point? What am I getting into? That's my personality type. I'm one of those personality types that want it now. And then I'll talk to you. Just tell me what I'm getting into. That's just fine. You say, um, somebody likes to get straight to the point. I like to get straight to the point as well, Antonio. It costs $1,395 up front with a $500 monthly fee. If you allow, I'm going to tell you everything you get with that to show you exactly how inexpensive that actually is. And then you roll. Now you get to build all the value. And of course, if you do me like that, the first thing I'm going to say is, I love that. Antoine, I'm so glad you asked it. This is what it is. This is what it is. This is what it is. Now, do me a favor, Antoine. Since I now have a good read on your personality, can you tell me the top three things that you need to hear in this presentation? Give me a little presentation. Tell me the top three things that you need to hear to make sure that you know this is the most perfect thing ever. And I'll see if we match what you got going on. And from there, he done told me how to do my presentation. And if I ain't got those three things, ain't no sense in me talking to this man. But if I do, I know right where to aim my baseball. Get it? Outstanding. Just wanted to do that because that was relevant for right now. Good job. Congratulations to you ladies. Thank the goal, you. you're very welcome. The goal is to get $250,000. Take that 25% down, put it down on a million dollars. Take that million dollars, put it 25% down on the apartment complex. Take that $800 a month, 57 doors approximately-ish. Walk away, have all that pay your bills. And in one transaction, you've created generational wealth. So when you remove your inquiries, like I'm trying to teach you, I'm teaching you how to stay bankable. Because if you're bankable, you are grantable. You 250,000 invested but you got $4 million net worth. Then you take that $4 million, say, look at me, bank, which I'm about to teach out a little bit. Don't we got a good relationship? Look at what I've done. Won't you go ahead and take this $4 million collateral, automatically paying for itself. And you take that $4 million and you put it down to $16 million. Can't read this in the book. That's practitioner knowledge. All right, let's roll. Number two, Grace, as far as what I just said was, you know, you go to the FTC, you do all that complainants and attack. Equifax is the most lenient, from my experience, about removing inquiries. When it comes to inquiries, they and they, 
when it comes to inquiries, there we go, slow my talking down. Equifax makes it better and faster for you to dispute your inquiries. They allow you to fax in your dispute so you don't have to wait all those times. Cool? Cool. All right, Equifax, let me type this up, Grace. Equifax. There we go, makes it better. You can absolutely just fax in your stuff. Of course, Experian has what are called Experian Boost. If you go to Experian.com and you go and do that little boost, you can boost your credit score in like 40 points in two minutes. They actually have that. Like literally, you can go to Experian.com. They have an Experian Boost. I have no idea how it works. I just know it works. I have no idea why they do it, but it's a whole bunch of reasons to have people come to Experian. I know that much, but they're a little sorry sales. Go ahead, Melissa. It, it really does work. It like, does. It, it takes a... 560 credit score up to almost 600. It's insane. I have no idea what they do, but whatever they do, it's doable and it's free. Well, it's not free. It is free, but it's in their monthly retainer, right? That you got to do, which is only like $29. So you'll be okay. Excuse me, Antonio, do, do the credit, do the lenders like choose who they want to report their stuff to? Yes, because but they already choose upfront. Like most lenders will have a relationship with somebody already. So what happened is this lender always, in fact, I found out here recently from Ken, most car people pull from Experian regardless. But you have most lenders will pull from TransUnion or pull from um, Equifax or pull from, you know, sometimes they'll pull from two. Some, most times I've seen them pull from one. And they'll already have that relationship. So every they don't like rotate it. It's this lender, like, like McDonald's has a contract with Coca-Cola and then... Celia Caesar had a contract with Pepsi or something like that. Like this is, they have a contract with Experian and they'll always pull from that. One of the best things you can do is find out who's going to pull your credit. And I typically ask up front. And anybody, most people are honest because it's, it's, you can't pull my credit without my permission and you can't hide who you're pulling my credit from. It's fair consumer act. And anybody who don't want to tell me that, I typically, that's a red flag for me. And I typically don't want you touching my credit at, at that point. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want you touching my credit at all. So I always, and plus you can always Google. And a lot of times Google will have the answer of who's pulling what, and which companies pull. Cause there's people like me writing blogs about it, stuff like that. Very good question. Go ahead, Shelly. Um, good morning. Um, from morning. what I understand with Experian Boost, Mm -hmm. They would take um, any account that you have that you've been paying on on a regular basis, say, for instance, like your cell phone bill that you pay every month, you pay it on time, or even your utility bill that you pay every month on time. You can take that and um, set it up on their the website, the Experian Boost website, and make it um, report that information. And I think what they do, I have not done it yet. Um, what they do is they um, research, I guess, and verify that information. And if you've been paying your cell phone bill every month on time, you get credit for it. It's like they, um, I, I don't know exactly in what way they attach it to your credit report. And it causes your score to go up because it's like it's another, considered another trade account or credit account at that point. So whatever account that you have, 
that you're paying, even the department stores, I mean, not the department stores, which any of them that don't report, any bills that you're paying, even your rent, and they will establish um, an account and use it as a trade account, you'll get credit for paying your bills on time if you can prove that it's being paid on time. And that's how the score is, you know, they boost your score. Now, I have a friend that has um, great knowledge concerning that. That was just a little bit that I heard, but I'll be happy to get with her and get the details. It ain't bother me, no. no it's fine. It's fine by me, yes. Yeah. So if y'all want them details. I think it, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's worth the inquiry. Yep, yep. I've got, I've monitored my credit through both Experian and uh, my FICO, and, and I did an IQ because... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, matter Plus, mm -hmm. a matter of fact, from I think I do remember her say that um, that it can be used with all three bureaus that you can do it. That Equifax and TransUnion has something similar. It's just not called Experian Boosted, you know, of course, mm -hmm. but that you can do it with all three bureaus. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Well, it's, in addition to that, since I own a credit repair company, y'all. If you get all your information straight on your credit and it's across the board, that's an increase in your credit too. Most CI credits are down about 25 points because you got different last names and phone numbers and stuff. You need to get all that straight, all that straight. But they, thank you so much for the information because if I don't know something, I'm gonna tell you I don't know it. If I don't know something, I'm gonna tell you I don't know it. Number three step, Grace, from moving inquiries is with TransUnion and Experian, you have to mail in your disputes. Make sure you mail in your disputes certified mail. And listen to me very well. Do you got to type a letter? I'm gonna tell you about a letter in a little bit. Do not sign your letter. When you type a letter, do not sign your letter. Did you hear me, Jerome? The last yeah. thing you want because you don't want your credit signature on file with the bureaus. Oh, okay. That's the last thing you want is your signature on file with the bureaus because you're not going to be able to use any service disputing things and it won't match your signature. You get it? <laughs> Debit cards are junk, high risk, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Credit cards have to pay things. If you pay off every 30 months, usually 30 days or less, but exercise your cards and keep them active. That's Thomas. I completely agree. You get me? Don't put your, When you write this letter, do not sign your letter. It's not necessary, but send a certified mail. You can't use any third-party services or do anything. You can't even do an electronic signature if you have your signature on 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 file. Don't do that. Usually, oh, I'm sorry. Did I pay secrets? No, my bad. Here you go. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Usually, your inquiries begin to fall off your credit report about the third week. So if you see it three weeks in, uh, give it a little time, but don't be afraid to reach back out, et cetera. Let's see, what else? If the representative that is handling and disputing um, your, your, your credit inquiry over the phone with you, if you can get them on the phone, which I've done, and you can get that off in three days. I've done that. You can actually experience, I think, actually makes it pretty easy to unfreeze, freeze and unfreeze your account. I just froze and unfroze mine um, not, not too far ago. Not to, maybe maybe a month ago. Usually, you can get inquiries off your credit report in 30 days. 
How can I get them off in about 24 hours? Well, that's a good story, and um, we can still roll with that story. Grace, I think I repeated some of this information right here when I just pasted. Um, yeah, this is not book knowledge, so y'all make sure y'all take these notes. So we obviously know personal credit is split in three. There's the big three, and all three of these personal, all three of these companies. Uh, they compile a score. Boom. You know the difference between hard inquiries and soft inquiries. If you don't know the difference between hard inquiries and soft inquiries, hard inquiries when you pull your full credit. A soft inquiry is when it's looked at without pulling your credit. And you can get approved for certain lending things without a hard inquiry. However, too many inquiries on your credit. You don't need to write nothing just down, Grace. Too many inquiries on your credit report can prevent you from getting new credit. You need to write this down, Grace. So you want to follow what is commonly known as the 542 rule. Certain companies do not want you to have more than five inquiries in the last 24 months. That's dyslexia hit me. I meant 524 rule, not 542. I don't even have dyslexia, but yeah, apparently I do right now. 524 rule. Five, yeah, all right. Five years. I mean, five inquiries in 24 months. That's pretty much the rule of thumb. And of course, Antonio is telling you after that year is over, Antoine, just go ahead and move them inquiries. You see why I'm teaching this now? Because I don't want you to have 10 inquiries in 48 months. No, just remove those inquiries. It's legal. This is making sense, Adonia. And I know Adonia like this. Just because Adonia just ran her credit. Just make a couple of payments, don't you? And then go and remove that inquiry. I don't know nothing about no free game. How to get up to 900 anyway by now. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> How to get hard inquiries removed. You could also have an inquiry. Yes, that's what, absolutely. How to get hard inquiries removed from your credit. Well, when it comes to inquiries, Typically, the burden of proof is on the person who has reported the information. I said typically because there's always rules to exception, but this is most of the time. If you feel that your inquiries on your credit shouldn't be there, you have absolutely the fair right to have that inquiry removed, and there's really pretty much nothing they can do about it. Before writing your letter, you need to make sure that um, I got to break this down, Grace, in simple talk. Before writing your letter, make sure that you're not disputing the inquiry with who pulled your credit. How do I explain that? Don't go to the loan officer, go to the bureau. You know what I'm saying? Like, Don't go to whoever is doing your deal. You need to go to Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. All right, so hopefully that makes sense to y'all. Before you send your letters in the credit bureaus, um, you want to have your inquiries, have a list of the inquiries you want removed so you can do this all in one round. Making sense to you? Outstanding. And of course, if you need to freeze your account for any reason, Experian, you can go directly to Experian, Experian.com. I just did it and just undid it. 
you can actually call to and do it over the phone if they got your stuff, if they got enough information on file, which they do. And then, of course, there's two companies that I know of. It should be, could be more, but I only know of two outside of that. And Sage Stream and LexisNexis. Okay. Bam. I just paste all that for you, Grace. Worry not. Cool. Outstanding. Just paste it all for you. Happy birthday. After you've frozen your accounts, let me just say this. I go directly to all sources. When I copyright a book, I go right to the Library of Congress. When I start a new business, I go right to the comptroller, uh, whatever state I'm starting a business into. Now, of course, depending on that business, if it's like some, if I'm getting a 300-unit apartment complex and I'm starting an LLC for that 300-unit apartment complex, then I'm going to my lawyer to get certain protections. And I'm only ever, let me, I'm glad I brought this up by accident, Queen Chief. Y'all stop putting everything under y'all LLCs or y'all your corporations, all that stuff like that. You need to, they're, they're easy to open. This is, again, this is rich people knowledge. So I don't even know what to tell you. First off, you don't need nothing in your name. So I'm not making that argument. I'm talking about, if I sue you, I get to sue everything in that LLC. So if you got a 300 unit apartment complex and your business, which is what y'all do, and another apartment complex, and another apartment complex, and five houses, and 40 houses, and you overcharge my account by $1,000 and then cause me heartache and grief and I sue you, instead of getting $1,000, I'm getting $1 because you kept everything in that LLC. As long as you're making money, there's somebody who don't want to do the work you did and take it. So am I doing it right by opening a different LLC for each entity that I want to do and putting like one thing under each thing? That way, if they get come after that, it's just that that they get? Yeah, or is that you, not right either? No, that is right. But you, you, but what you're doing is a, you just need to create a series LLC. Uh, that way you can stop spending all that money. A series LLC is the same thing that you're doing. What she's doing is she's creating LLCs. A series LLC is an LLC that has a parent company and a bunch of child companies. And you can open up these child LLCs for free. However, big however, and I suggest you get a lawyer to do this. However, you're not allowed to co-mingle funds. And most of you entrepreneurs co-mingle funds. Each parent uh, each child company needs to have its own account. And it's you not, because if you co-mingle the funds, by the time you get to court, the judge is going to be like, well, you didn't respect the protections. So we're not going to respect your series LLC. So you got to be very careful with that. You got to be very yeah. careful okay. with that. Yeah. But what you're doing is a series LLC. You just don't have a series LLC. And I, I've, I've taught a few people here that, you know, stuff like that. Most of my, well, I won't say most, but I have series LLC for sure. And it's it's a blessing. Where I left off, Grace. With. Oh, I got it. This okay. last part. Yeah. yeah after you frozen your account, because I, I want you to go to Fair Credit Act. Like Just Google it. Fair Credit Act. Fair Credit Act. Thank God for 
laws, Fair Credit Act. Go to it, Fair Credit Act directly and then dispute the inaccuracies on your credit reports. But let me speed you up if y'all don't mind. Let me save you some heartache and some Google search. You're going to use section 604 to send the credit bureaus in order to get the inquiries removed or disputed and removed from your credit report if they cannot verify them. Section 604, make sure you send form 604 as certified mail. Do not sign the letter. I said that. And if they are not verified, able to verify that your inquiries were initiated by you, they will have to move them for your credit report. Grace, which form, which section are you going to use? 60, wait a minute. Four. 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 There we go. You're welcome. You're welcome. You can Google that right now. Form 604 and save money. Or go to somebody like me to charge you $250 to do it. It's up to you. It is. It's up to you, right? It is. So when the companies say this is not, this will not affect your credit, is it true? Yes. It, more than likely that is true, or they're going to get sued terribly. So I'm pretty sure that is that's true, unless it's some small company. I don't know nothing about that. But if it's a company, a reputable company, that is true. Because that's that's open up to too much, too many lawsuits. Soft credits don't ever affect your, your credit score. Okay. okay, last thing. And that was how to remove your credit. I have nothing else to say on this matter. Uh, anything else? I don't know. Maybe you can Google or YouTube or something. I have no idea. But I do want to tell you this here. I have six, seven more things, and they're going to go by really quickly. Golden rules. How to get approved. You're very welcome, private messenger. You're very, how to get approved for any loan. If you're not getting approved, it's because you do not know what you're doing when it comes to credit and the criteria of the banks. This is important. But this is how to get approved for any loan, Grace. You can write down. There is a game, and the game is being played at all times. And respectively, if you don't know the game, that has nothing to do with your level of intelligence. Maybe you don't come from a community talking about the game. It's okay, but here it is now. It means that you understand the criteria. It's a Latin word, it's plural for criterion. You don't understand the criteria for what the banks are looking for to approve you. But once you know the criteria, then you can play the game, Alyssa. It's that simple. First thing is understanding debt is a tool. That's how the bank is looking at it. The bank is looking how do you wield your tool for good or for evil. Stop listening to Dave Ramsey. I'm sorry. I tried so hard not to say that. I did. I tried so hard not to say it. I thought about it. Feel I said, man, it's just going to have karmic ramifications. But stop. You just stop it. You stop it right now because you can't do business with that teaching. You just cannot do it. I'm so sorry. He has a lot of great information. 
The snowball effect that he come up with is fantastic. But I'm telling y'all, stop it. Go ahead, Miss Brenda. Oh, I was just gonna say that I'm reading that book, that last one. And when you said that, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, yes. Because take the principles, but don't take them and try to do business with them. You can't get approved if you don't. Your bank thinks you're worthless if you can't manage debt. Okay. That, that's not me talking. The bank doesn't like you if you don't actively have debt. They don't like you. They don't trust you. They think you're a peasant. You have to show how you actively manage debt for good, not for bad. Y'all got me? All right, yes, thank sir. You. Gotcha. Thank you. Remember I told you at the beginning, if you're going to take this and spend it, you're wrong. And the bank is not going to, you're just not going to be blessed for that. Go ahead, Phil. Well, I think Dave Ramsey's advice is good if you plan to be an employee the rest of your life. I think it's, that, it works. It makes sense. It's valuable. So, Fair if you enough. want to be an employee, then 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 he gives good advice. Fair enough. Absolutely. Way better said than what I said. Way better said. All right. So there's about six or seven things here, Grace. I forget how many, but here you go. Obviously, you have to have a good credit score. Write that down. This is obviously you have to have a good credit score. You can't get a good credit score unless you get credit. That makes sense. And you can't get credit if you don't have a credit score. That makes sense. So it's catch 22. It's unfair. <laughs> it's unfair. <laughs> so you start with a little debt. And as you're starting with a little debt, and you can get that little debt to give you some sort of credit score. So what can create credit scores? Credit cards, car loans, and then you build a good reputation with the, the credit companies. Currently, to my knowledge, there are A, B, C, D, E, F, six tiers of credit cards. It goes from A to F or one to six. If you get a tier one credit card, you get approved for just about any other credit card for sure. A lot of y'all have heard the advice, who don't get no credit cards. It's good for people being employees, going silently into the night. And when you die, you only remember for one generation. If that is your calling, by all means, handle that. That's not my calling. I want to be remembered 12 generations from now. That's my great, 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 great grandfather, Antonio. Statue in the middle of the mansion, wherever the little kids that don't even respect me you know i want them to walk around my my painting you understand or whatever that may be i don't want to die quietly credit cards car loans build a good reputation banks are also a good way to build a, a, a good credit report you can you can go to your bank and say hey here's 250 dollars. can you put this they got ways that you can put it into like a cd and things like that you just you just keep paying the payment on it. I've done it. I've done it when I first started off. Great ways to do it. It's not just a CD, but there's other ways because banks banks have, have done good jobs of adjusting. Secure credit cards are another way to do these things. Secure credit cards are a great way. Banks actually like debt. They want you in debt. And if you're making your payments on time, they want to give you more debt. 
but you don't need to be utilizing your full balance. 10% is what you want to do. I showed you that picture yesterday. I can't remember the... Give me a second. I had Deanna look this picture up for me when I was preparing for y'all yesterday. Can y'all see this? Yes. This is utilization. You've been taught don't go over 33% of your balance, but that's fair. That's for middle-class employees. For wealthy, this is where you want to be. Less than 10% of your balance. So take a picture of this because it is vital. It is vital. This is the game being played that you have no idea about. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. There you go. I'm almost done. I only get only six of these and we're done because I got to go to the bank after this and I got a podcast interview at 11. When did I stop, Grace? That's after secure. You Oh, you were saying banks are like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was saying, there you go, there you go. Essentially, if you can't be trusted, you can't get a card. If you if you can, don't go over 10%. If you get a loan, make sure you never miss a payment. What's a good mix I should have, Antonio? Three to four credit cards, or do you write? That's absolutely opposite of what you've been taught. Absolutely opposite of what you've been taught. Three to four credit cards, it's a good mix, good mix. Why is this a good mix? Because you're not using these credit cards. You're going up to 9% debt and you're showing that you can actively manage your debt. Some of you don't deserve credit cards because you're going to spend money. Don't do it. Number two, you want to have cash on hand. So therefore, what you want to have is cash on hands. There's a physical term for this called reserves. So as you have cash on hand, you need to have it inside the bank account. That means the bank wants to see on your bank statements or in the bank, depending on who you're applying for, that you have enough reserves. Antonio, what is a good amount of reserves? 10 times more than what you can spend. I know you've been taught six months of reserves, but the bank really wants to see 10 times more than what you're going to, one, put as a down payment, two, have as monthly payments. Thomas City has five. One is high limit for emergency. And I feel it. That's a good mix. Very good mix. Very good mix. You can have 20 if you want to. Well, then I'll give you more than 20, but <coughs> why possible? I know you can't have more than 20 loans, but credit cards aren't necessarily loans. So you got to have these cash and reserve. It's about 10 years. I mean, 10 times what you needed. So that's about a year's worth of reserves. The bank would approve if you have six months in a down payment, though. Don't get it twisted. That's number two. Number three, I'll copy and paste number two here in a second, Grace. You have to have good income. This is important. So right now, I just said the bank wants you to have good credit, good cash, good income. That's very important. I'm giving you the game. So what does good income mean? Well, most common places, Grace, that you don't get approved for a loan is because your income did not, it wasn't satisfactory. So right now, if you haven't got approved, something was wrong with your credit, something was wrong with your reserves, or something was wrong with your income. I'm not done yet, but can you see how this is making solid sense? Because if you know the game, you can play the game. Okay. 
Therefore, when you have yourself some good, hold on, let me, hold on, let me check on Dion. I should just text me again. Okay, got you, Dion. You have to have good income. The bank will ask for your taxes. And if you pay, all right, so I explained this other day. The bank will ask for your taxes. Most of you middle-class people, I do respect what you're doing. You get your taxes. I mean, you, 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 have, you make money in your business and then somebody in your church told you how to get a good tax re refund. The problem is, though, when you got the good tax refund, you kept saying, ooh, I spent this much on rent. I spent this much on printing. I spent this much on this. So now your taxes say, you don't make any money because you took a loss and you're just telling the government legally that I make less money than what my company keeps. So now you're in a negative cash flow or even cash flow because all of you have tried when you're an entrepreneur, they're going to tell you send in two, your last two years of tax returns. When it comes to getting a pay for pay for everything in credit, I need to tell you it is pay for play. You got to pay your fair share of taxes. I'm not telling you pay too much taxes because I certainly don't. What I am telling you is you can't apply for something and then also report a total loss. They only let you do that for three years before they start flagging you or shutting down your company. Remember that because most of y'all, and if you be honest with yourself, have been telling the bank, I mean, telling the IRS, boom. I don't make no money. Y'all understand? Don't do that to yourself. Do not do that because you're never going to be able to get approved for the apartment complex or whatever it is that you're trying to do with your life. You're just not going to be able to do it. Okay. So it is pay to play. Um, to get it to get it approved for a loan, you need to show taxable income. That's what's important here. I don't make income. It's called an income tax but I have taxable income. Do y'all see the difference? Outstanding. You have to have taxable income. If you become a real estate professional and you can play around with this a little bit, with things called cost segregation, accelerated depreciation, which I don't have time to do that because your apartment complex is going to have the strategies in which you can have accelerated depreciation of your apartment complex. It's not you taking a loss. It's a thank God for Republicans thing right here to where you can have accelerated de depreciation that goes and then the bank could be on you money or things like that. You can look up accelerated depreciation. I don't have time for it in this call right now. Plus, I'm not doing real estate at this moment. The bank will allow you to use these things. So that is two and three. Right now, 50% through this, and I'm telling you right now, you have all three of those check Delores, they can't deny you. If one deny you, the next one will approve you. It doesn't matter. It's 100% guaranteed. Number four, debt to income ratio. How many of y'all went and tried to apply for a house or something, or something and they hit you with that debt to income ratio? They love that one. Oh, they love that one. Yeah, buddy, they love that one for sure. That debt to income ratio. Then what they're going to do is they're going to look at your income from your taxes and compare that to your debt. Then they're going to ask you, do you have the ability to have any, let me simplify this. Do you have the ability to have more payments if you get tapped out? Can you handle your payments if you get tapped out? 
course, you could talk to your loan officer and you could see what the criteria of that particular lending partner. Uh, you should always meet with your loan officer for sure and your accountant to make sure. Let me tell you what Antonio does. Antonio just, I did it right in front of Anthony, All Things Tech. Where if y'all was on All Things Tech, I made a phone call right in front of y'all because we had some top secret. And what did I do? I said, Melissa, talk to my loan officer because I got my agent doing it. It's, it's my residential loan officer. Ask him, I want to buy 12, no, what was it? I want to buy 36 fourplexes in 12 months. Ask him, what does he need to see to approve all 36? He did. Yes, he did. And we are now yes, waiting to answer anxiously so we can okay. get in on. <laughs> this is the game. The game is, I want to know what he needs. Now, my taxes are already good, but I need to know what he needs to see. What I did was I reversed the game, man, to what I said. Hey, what answers to the test do you need to see to do 36? Because when you do 36, real estate transactions in 12 months that the income ratio he's going to have this little thing he, he needs to give he's going to need to see he's going to say something like well i need to see 10 percent down for each one i need to go because what i need him to do is go talk to his underwriters yeah hear what i'm saying go talk to your underwriters go talk to your bosses even though you're the boss go talk to whoever is going to stand in my way give me the answers to the test so now when i do my taxes jerome I'm somebody need to hear this. I'm not doing my taxes to catch a break. I'm doing my taxes to get 36 fourplexes. It was 36 times four to get a hundred and something new units in 12 months. You can get a tax break or you can get generational wealth. It's up to you. I choose to have my black boys not begging somebody for a job. That's me and my choices. I don't know nothing about yours. Can you see what I'm, you understand? So I'm telling you in this step number four that I asked my loan officer, hey, what, well, I ain't worried about the income, got too much income, but I need to know what debt do you need to see me managing? At what percentages? So I can go put that or add it I need to take it out the bank. I need to add it to the bank. I don't know what I need to do to do this many in such a short period of time, but you're going to tell me the answers. You know how I know you're going to tell me the answers? Because you like these commissions. That's a different game. Man, I hope you heard that because I can't stress that enough. Okay. All right, Anthony, Anthony on the way to the bank too. We both on the way to the bank. Number five is you got to have a good relationship with the bank. Obviously. Remember I told y'all old man once taught me every Monday just go into the bank. I think some of y'all started to do it now. Every Monday, if you got a dollar, just go in the bank and deposit. Make sure they know your name. Every Monday, go in the bank. Old man taught me that. I've been doing it ever since and it absolutely works. Your relationship with the bank is important. Once you get to the point where you have rental history. So I'm talking right now as a from a real estate perspective. No other perspective at this moment. Once you have good rental history, the bank will allow you to bend a few rules. You know why? Because the bank likes cash flow, not cash flow for you. They like cash flow for you that's going to go to them. So if they know that your monthly payment payments are guaranteed, 
you got a whole different ballpark of get playing around here. In the beginning, they may not allow you to report that rental income at 100%. Make six payments, make 12 payments. They're going to then let you report 100% of that rental income as income. 100% as income. You understand? 100% income. And once you got that, how you how you getting disapproved when you're making $55,000 a month? They're going to let you report that soon. That's the game. You understand what I'm saying? That's the game. And that's just from one place. Now I have five places paying you fifty-five thousand. They, 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 they throwing money at you at this point, Antoine. They throwing money at you. Fannie Mae has a so how do I, Antonio? How do I know what to charge for my rent? Fannie Mae has a rental income guide. I'm going to provide the link for you. I actually talked about it yesterday or the day before yesterday as well. You're going to go to the general requirements section. You're going to go to the general requirements for documenting rental income. That's where you're going to go. And of course, I showed everybody yesterday this here, that here is this guide. And this is literally the brand newest one. That's this one. And then if I pull up the Fannie Mae Thingamabobby that I had for y'all yesterday. Right. Nope, that's PTSD. Don't need that one. There we go, right here. Also on this same link, you'll be able to find this, which literally came out last week. August 3rd, okay? Therefore, if you need to know how to do fair market rent, all that stuff, or have the budget so you can take to the bank or be able to calculate your rental cash flow, it's all on this link right here in the middle of all this. You're going to go to the general requirements for documenting rental income. And they have a Fannie Mae already has a fantastic sheet for you. It's quite complex. And guess what? Worry not. Because as soon as you get to it, there is no, oh, let me just show y'all. Because I don't want nobody to say, well, it's going to make me download it. I don't want to download it. But I'll just show you where it's at in the section. Right here in this section, right here, right here, bam, this section. And then these are your two forms and you fill out these forms. You take them to the bank. That's what I'm trying to teach you how to do. You take these to the bank. Let me check Deanna real quick. She just mentioned. Okay. All right. That's my last step. Let me just say a few more things. The, the sole purpose of investing in real estate. I'm only talking about real estate right now. is to create more income and create more opportunities for yourself. So obviously you need to have your credit scores together. You need to have enough debt and et cetera. The more debt you have, the more income you need. Antonio, what's a good ratio of income? For one, if you only, well, income to debt, if you only buy debt that increases your income, you're playing a different game because it's not really debt. The bank doesn't see an apartment or a single family home as debt if it's rental money for you. The bank sees a single family home as debt if you live in that house. If you don't live in a house and you rent a house, the bank sees that as assets or income. So now when you're buying debt, you're not buying debt, you're buying income. 
but the only way to buy income in a capitalistic society is to accure debt. So in repetition, which is just a summation here. Antonio, how can I get approved for any loan possible? Number one, have a fantastic credit score, one that serves you. Number two, you need to have enough cash on hand. 10 times is what I would tell you to do. 10 times more than your deposit plus your monthly expenses. Number three, you need to have good income and good income means what the hell you reported on your taxes. If I were you, I would stop trying to get tax returns and start reporting taxable income and playing a different kind of game. That's what I would do. Those of you who get tax returns are forcing yourself in the middle class. I'm not telling you, pay taxes. You're supposed to. I'm telling you, I haven't got a tax return since 2008. I have made too much un... too much pre-tax income since 2008. I remember it because I have my oldest son was born October 31st, 2008. I have never, I got three children. I have never in my life claimed my kids on my taxes. Never. The, the year he was born, is the year I made way too much money. I have never made money or taxable income, whatever, child tax credit, whatever the hell you call it, I ain't never. From my first child until now, I have never. It's never happened. But I also play a different game. In 2009, I had five houses. I play a different game. Number four, you're going to need to control your debt to income ratio. I really need to pull this up. I'm trying to, I tried to show this to you last time, but I got too many files on this computer. I was literally going to show y'all my actual taxes, but I just can't find it. Anyway, whatever. It's, it's somewhere on here. I don't know. Let me see. Taxes.zip maybe. No, it ain't on here. I guess it ain't meant for y'all to see. I report my income and I got to pay taxes. Different game, different game. Number five, have a working relationship with your bank. A very good one. Repeat that one more time. Grace, how you get approved for any loan possible? One, have a good credit score. Two, have massive cash on hand and reserves. Three, have good cash flow. That's what I'm calling income in this case. Four, control your debt to income ratio fantastically. And five, have relationship to the banks where you can actually call your bankers. That my friends is it. I do appreciate your time. I hope that was a blessing for you. Thank you so much for your claps. Tomorrow, Monday, we're gonna go straight into how to buy a fourplex and the ins and outs, how to do it. If you don't have real estate agents, I'll do my very best to hook you up. I don't get no money from it, especially if you're in Texas, it's easy for me to do it in Texas. I'll have to make a few phone calls for other states, but in Texas, that's easy. I buy all over 
the country and I'm now fit to start buying all over the planet. Um, Ghana's going to be one of my first purchases outside of the country. I, I want you a business partner, not a customer. I'm giving it away. You heard what I just gave away. There's no way any of that Got it. Okay. I just saved it. Oh no. I was all right. I just saved it. Private messenger. Bam. Make sure you are. Oh, I gotta say this. I can't do two things at once. Got it. Gotta say. Make sure you are. I don't know, get out of the middle class. I was trying to be nice. Hey, there are so many women's shelters on this call and so many paid off churches on this call. So many billion dollar endowments on this call. But you can't be sick enough to help sick people. And it's now hard to make money, especially when you got somebody like me literally handing it away with knowledge and gifts and opportunities. I didn't have a me. I had to bump my head. And to be honest with you, and I told I told this to Tempest, is, well, I shouldn't even say that. Go ahead, Grace. You stopped me from saying what I was about to say. I just want to tell everybody, thank you for the birthday wishes and the cash app blessings. I really do appreciate it. Yes, there you go. Go buy you some beer. And some peanuts. I don't think she eat either one of those. Or that drink. No, neither one of them. Okay. Peanuts sometimes. Peanuts sometimes. Well, your breath gonna stink if you get some beer and some peanuts. Your breath gonna stink. That's for sure. But that's all right though. That's all right. Put some heels on. Sashay yourself around. It's your birthday. Somebody owe you money. My final words are simple. September thirtieth, we doing big apartment complex deal. All of you should be in on it. You don't have to. Nor do I care. I can only accept 20 unaccredited un investors anyway. God is so good that it's time for you, Dolores, to show how good God is. God is not just good through actions. God is also good through income. You can't think the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof except for money. God and made the devil the God of money. Stop it. All this is the Lord's if you subscribe to Jewish or Christian teachings. You deserve it. I will continue to give this away. You owe me nothing. The only thing you owe me Some Reese's peanut butter cups when my stomach get flat. You got to wait, though. The, the flat stomach journey is one hell of a journey, Janice. It is. It is a journey. You know, it is a journey. Uh, that's the one thing the Lord don't control. This doggone stomach. You hear me? I don't know. Wait. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Who are you set up today? We're doing for you, brother. Who are you? 
sit up today. Two hundred sit right up today. I did. Well, that's what I got dog home to. Two hundred sit ups a day. Yes. The devil got hold of this stomach. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> when this stomach get flat in moderation, I'll take a king size pack of Reese's peanut butter cups. We'll call it even. That's it. Grace, happy birthday. One more time. Y'all unmute your mics to clap for Grace for her birthday. We love her. Oh, I just thought about it. We're gonna have, have some happy, happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. I just Thank thought you. about it. Hold on, real quick. Diana, can you can you answer or something? I have no idea. Oh my god. I've, I have no idea, y'all, what time the flight is Monday. So yeah, I may not even have a class. Let me say I have no idea. I was wondering if you was gonna do it all week. Oh no. Well, you know what? We might have to because you in conference, they you know. But I don't think it's tough. I'm gonna be two hours behind y'all, so that make that that's gonna work. That's gonna work. You know me. You should I know, be able to do class on Tuesday. Well, Tuesday is the real day of the conference. You know? Yeah, but that starts at six o'clock that night. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, let me see. I don't know what the plane ticket is. I guess um, show up. I have no idea, y'all. I don't. I don't handle logistics stuff. I just I just swipe my card. I have no idea about the logistics. I just swipe my card. You can be off all the way up to Wednesday, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, but I doubt that's gonna happen because it'll be six a.m. for me, and it's nothing for me to jump on and get y'all a part of this money. So it's nothing for me. Oh yes, the the investment opportunity for the apartment complex was five thousand dollars. So five thousand dollars, and I think after that, you y'all get all the numbers. Again, this is an investment opportunity, but you get all the numbers and and we are going to sell the apartment complex. So sometime it was 7%, 5% cap rate. Sometime in four years, that's 5,000 should turn, should turn into something like 20,000. But you have to let me find a place, run the numbers and present all that to you. But that's what you're talking about. Plus you get the monthly cash flow. Too. Well, you get it quarterly, but you do get the monthly cash flow. There you go. Can you please send trans... From this meeting, yeah, you're very welcome. Can you please send trans from this meeting? Well, I don't mind. I don't. I don't appreciate talking about my my sexual status as a transgender. This <laughs> nut. <but, laughs> <laughs> I get yes, it to you, Mister. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Thank you, everybody. You can't play better. You can't dominate. Love you, everybody. Love you <laughs> more. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yes. Awesome yes. 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 Love you more. All right, everybody. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.